Do you have the stones to wear a coonskin cap to an Altaria football game this fall? Would Would you give me one? I bet it's warm. If you find me one, I will wear it. You'll wear it? Oh, no question. Dude, that would be so funny. I don't have anything to lose. I don't give a crap. Yeah, I would love it. I'll wear it. Let's go. Yeah. I'll wear it with a nice vest. Or wear it like with a floor length like mink coat. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be something. If we can find one, I will do it. The Alta chapter of PETA would come by and throw red paint on you. Well, Is there an Alta chapter of PETA? If there is. It's like one person. If there is, they'd be catching these hands. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Back again. Tell your friends. Back in the saddle, as Aerosmith would say. Click your pens. And. Put on your depends. Skin some hens and eat some chicken. <laughs> and hang with your friends. Oh. What is that? Oh my gosh. The worst song of all time. Let the hook happen. We'll be friends. <laughs> One of the oh, most man. like cringeworthy <clears throat> 30 seconds of television ever Horrible recorded. Horrible lip syncing. Just all around bad, terrible. Bad miming of instruments. Yeah. Like AC Slater clearly not touching the the tops of the drums nope. with the stick. No, I mean, yeah, he's just like air drumming like, and he's not uh, it's just, it's horrible. It's horrible. What's so crazy though is like. We probably saw that back in the 90s and was like, it was so fire. What a performance. Like, <laughs> yep. D- did we just not think that stuff was corny? Were well, we not we were aware enough? Young or? and dumb. Hmm. Young and dumb. Young, dumb, it's amazing, and broke. Uh, it's amazing what people can pull past the eyes when you're young and dumb. I actually miss I miss that era where like not everything had to be called cringe. And like you could just think something like that was cool. Mm-hmm. And you, it, now it feels like everyone's so cynical and we just pick it apart. Oh, uh, it's my ick. My ick is you saying everything's your ick. My new ick is Zach Attack. Friends forever. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that song was being played inside of the Vista Paints studio. Vista Paints is a paint store located in Storm Lake, Iowa. It's a wonderful place where you should go buy all of your paint and brushes and whatever you need and support local business. It's run by wonderful humans who will help you out, who have 97 years Worth of your orders on file. You want to check out Vista Paints. You get in there and you get what you need and they're going to help you out. And you might even see me. Yep. But really what you should be excited about is seeing T-Bone. Hey, you told me he had the you said you were all excited to share something on the pod. Oh, that yeah. he said or did. T-Bone was cracking me up the other <laughs> so, day. So lay it on us. So <laughs> I told T-Bone that my wife and I were going to go out to eat to my favorite restaurant. And he goes, are you going to Cracker Barrel to get fried chicken gizzards? 
I go, and he was like serious. I go, what? What are you talking about, dude? I go, you cannot eat fried chicken gizzards. He's like, those are the best part. And he goes, if you don't finish them all, you can use them as catfish bait. I was like, who are you, T-Bone? Who am I talking to right now? It doubles as human food and fish food. We have this running joke that him and Chad will eat the craziest stuff. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I fried up some uh, possum gallbladders. And I'm like, you guys. They have the chicken tender. We've yeah. seen it. It's out there. <laughs> you don't have to eat fried <laughs> possum gallbladders. Oh, and then man. Chad and uh, Bucky and T-Bone will always be like, what are you talking about? That's the best part. And then Chad will say, me and my brother used to fight over those every meal. Like they were, you know, each of them had a piece of it in yeah. their mouth and they were growling like a couple of stray dogs. Yeah. So, yeah, T-Bone was all incensed that... He was furious that I was going to go to Hoo Hot and not go get fried chicken gizzards. They are true pioneers. I imagine a good Saturday afternoon for for Tony is like getting home from the shop and just standing in his garage with a wife beater and slowly stirring the pan while he makes blood sausage. (laughs) What? I don't even know what half those words mean. It's a sausage that that you make literally from blood of a cow. Blood sausage. Again. The chicken nuggets out there. We don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> I Actually, know Chad has told me he likes blood sausage. Chad likes all the weirdest stuff. And then like he's very healthy. Yeah. You'll offer him like a saltine and he'll be like, do you know how much garbage is in one saltine? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's over there eating like freaking bladder of a skunk. And you're like, what are you talking about, dude? Oh, man. Uh, I know T-Bone likes to get down in the root cellar and get some of his potatoes out. Oh, yeah. He that man lives off the land, yep. and Bucky does too. Bucky's all about the grass-fed beef, the you know water-fed chicken. I don't know. I'm making stuff up now, but <laughs> if it all went awry, I have no doubts that I could survive. But they would be better at it than I would be. Uh, if the grid goes down, I'm gonna try to find my way over to Buck's house and yeah. just I'm just gonna ask for forgiveness, and I'm gonna beg him to please take me in, and I'll go like, I'm dumb, you're smart. I'm ugly. You're good looking. You were right. I was wrong. Can my family please have some asparagus that you canned four years ago <laughs> just so we can survive? Yeah. And he'll probably say, I told you so, you idiot. Get in here. I'll yep. feed you. Yeah. Then he'll play cards and live like Little House in the Prairie happily ever after. He's going to be fine. I'm, yeah. I'm, if the grid goes down, I'm a dead man. We'll do our best to keep you alive. Okay. Because when the grid goes down, we still got to find a way to podcast. Would you take my family of six into your little apartment? Yeah, we'd make it work. Okay. Easily. We wouldn't wouldn't have to worry about heat in the winter because it's small enough where our body heat would just keep each other warm. I don't want you trying to keep my wife warm with your body heat. (laughs) I see your plan, you sicko. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, good on those guys. Yeah, get into Vista those Paints. healthy rascals. Get the 10% off by mentioning the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Yep. Okay, I got some thoughts here, Ped. We gotta this get... is going to be a good thoughts intro. I had an a, unbelievable time at Who Hot this weekend with Congratulations. my Congratulations. The, the food was great. The playlist was fire. Oh, nice. They were playing The Clash, which is like one of my all-time favorite bands. They were playing maybe Huey Lewis in the News. It was like... All these great 80s It was literally songs. meant for you to be there that day. Oh, my gosh. I was so happy. <clears throat> Sitting across the table from my beautiful lady, Nadine. Uh, couldn't have loved it more. When's the last time you were at Who Hot? Whenever you and I went. When was that? Last summer? It's been a fortnight. I don't know. I think it was the end of last summer. That's that's a long time ago. Yeah. Six months, maybe? 
Something so like that. get this. I see this kid walking down the hallway today and I'm at lunch. I got my tray. I'm walking back to the teacher's lounge and I say to her, pretty pumped about this chicken Alfredo. And she goes, I'm not eating school lunch. I got an appointment. I go, what do you eat? McDonald's? She goes, no. Who hot? Stop me dead in my tracks. What? Like, it was like a record scratch, you know, like, you know, like the everything's I go, you're going to who hot? I was like, that's my favorite place ever. And she goes, I'm pretty pumped. I was like, you should be. <laughs> who hot? It's getting a lot of play. I love it. It's a fantastic place. I've done four trips before and thought I might die. You've done four tours? Yeah. Four, t- <laughs> four tours and thought I might die. Um, <laughs> I saw a thing on social media. We are doing TV so wrong in this country. Mm. Um, Do tell. Well, we have all these stupid political shows and, uh, you know, stupid sports argument shows. I see in Germany, they have a TV show. It's a game show, but it's just people trying to cut things in exactly equal weight. I saw a clip of this. Yes. A guy cutting like a giant pretzel. And it was exactly 0.44 pounds. This is like must-see TV. Each side was exactly 0.44 pounds. And I was like, see, look at this. There's no arguing about stupid politics. There's no arguing about whether LeBron is better than Jordan or Tom Brady is better than, frick, I don't know, Joe Montana. It's just fun contests. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what TV should be. This is what it should be. And you can watch with your friends and like argue back and forth about if you think he'll get it or not. And your friend thinks you might. You can, I'll throw a buck on it. Like yeah. Stuff like that. And your friend's like, oh, right side's way too big. Yeah. Way too big. This is never going to work. <laughs> oh, it's great. And and the best part is like the dude got it exactly even and he didn't say like, let's go yeah, or whatever he would say, like Stein off or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, we need we need more TV shows like that. Did you ever watch Most Extreme Elimination Challenge? Uh, a, MXC. Couple, a couple times, yes. Really funny. Yes. Just lighthearted. Yep, that was good. Always enjoyed that. It's, I've been watching it a little bit recently, some old episodes. Yeah, I very much enjoyed- With Guy uh, Fontainebleau or whatever his name is. Isn't it Guy? Guy Fonta. I, I think yes, something like that. Fontenelle. I remember when we first got Dish, I would- uh, He's an Asian guy with a very would, French name. <laughs> yeah, I would just sit and watch uh, the game show network with my mom. And like I just love the old game shows that I never saw growing up. Did you ever watch Celebrity Deathmatch? Oh yeah, <laughs> fantastic! It's <laughs> really funny. <laughs> yep, Celebrity uh, Deathmatch, Syphil and Ollie. There were some good ones. Yep. Nobody's wearing coonskin caps anymore. Should they be? Yeah, I guess in the winter. When's a lot? I mean, some. I think look at Davy Crockett. He looked good. Yeah, one of my favorite shows of all time, and one of the top ten greatest Americans. Did uh did King Dan- of the Wild Frontier? Did uh Daniel Boone? Did he wear a oh, coonskin yeah. cap for sure? You just don't see him anymore. No, you don't. And I think some people look kind of cool in it. I don't think I've seen one since Scott Farkas in A Christmas Story. <laughs> Scotty Farkas, uh, a friend of mine from high school who moved back here a while back. He would come over to our grove and he gave us a small percentage of everyone he caught. He would trap coons at our farm. Because some guy would come around on like Fridays and pick up, he'd go meet him somewhere and he'd buy all them from, buy them from you, like the pelts. I don't know if you had to skin them or if you just give them the animals. I know what you're talking about. And then he would skin them. And my the guy who tra- who uh, trapped him in our grove, he had the guy make him a hat once and send it back to him. He paid for it. So he has a legit coon skin cap that he caught at my grove. Do you know who I've watched set raccoon traps? Who? Bucky. 
Really? Oh, this guy, I think he was traveling through Newell. Does he eat him? No. <laughs> no, and Bucky, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, the Achilles tendon of a, cook, a raccoon. That's the best part. No. <laughs> I watched him put the little goo inside the trap that they like, yeah. and they stick their hand in there, and then it catches them. Yep. It's and game over. I asked Bucky about it, and he was like, yeah, some dude comes through Newell every couple months, and then he buys it. And one time, Buck caught a beaver. Really? And that was a lot of money. You know beaver pelts. Yeah. yeah. And I felt the big old flat tail. Boy, it's weird feeling. Yeah. It's like feeling a big old dry tongue. Yeah. But anyway. He, had a, he caught like 14 of them in like four days at our farm once. Do you have the stones? To wear a coonskin cap to an Alteria football game this fall? Should Would you give me one? I bet it's warm. If you find me one, I will wear it. You'll wear it? Oh, no questions. Dude, that would be so fun. I don't have anything to lose. I don't give a crap. Yeah, I would love it. I'll wear it. Let's go. Yeah. I'll wear it with a nice vest. Or wear it like with a floor-length like mink coat. <laughs> That'd be something. If we can find one, I will do it. The Alta chapter of PETA would come by and throw red paint on you. Well, is there an Alta chapter of PETA? If there is, it's like one person. If there is, they'd be catching these hands. <laughs> they try to throw paint on me. Would you? Do you want that smoke? They throw paint. I throw punch. Oh, and not the red punch that you drink. We we understood. Um, <laughs> the other day, I was thinking, how come toast with jam is good, but like regular bread with jam is not that great? You talking like untoasted bread? Yeah, untoasted bread with jam is not that great. I think it's textural. Yeah, there's something about the crunch of the toast with that nice like glaze of the jam on there. Yeah. I just I would agree with you. I was getting something out of my fridge and I saw the jam and I was like, "Oh, that looks good." But I was like, "But I don't want to make toast." Oh yeah, that's like you can't really have it without toast. No, and I don't eat peanut butter and jelly unless it's toasted bread. Toasted PB&J. You won't eat a PB&J? I toast it. Why why won't you eat a regular one? I mean, cuz toasted is better. So if well, you're going to eat it, why not go better? Like open-faced? Oh no. I toast You eat this Whoa, whoa, whoa. You put the bread together like a sandwich, but it's toasted? No, I toast the bread first and then put the PB&J on there. But then you put the two pieces together. Oh, yeah. Oh, so that's... having a toasted PB&J, it's lit. That's way too much like crunchy, dry oh, bread. Oh, it's lit. We don't go crazy with it. I like to Light go, toasting. I like to toast it, go peanut butter jam on both, and just eat it like an open face. Oh, that's, I've never done that. That's actually way better. It's not as dry. It's also less carbs and less calories. Why? Because it's one less piece of bread. No, you eat two pieces. Oh. You just eat an open face. Oh. Come on. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, man. The uh, last episode uh, with Brad Elder, he texted me and he said, because we were talking rom-coms. Oh, yeah. And he said, listening to you try to remember actor and actresses' names was like listening to someone's mom. <laughs> like, uh, what's that Brian Reynolds guy? <laughs> you know? He's in that movie with uh, Kylie Hudson. Oh, you mean Kate Hudson? Oh, yeah. I was having a bout of the of the CTE. Reese Witherspork. What's her name? Yeah, Brad was like, what is wrong with Ped? Why can't he remember famous actors and actresses? Punch myself in the head too many times. It's the CTE. Yeah. It's too many basketballs being kicked off your head at the Hinkle Dye Farm. Tom does have a, a very large part to do with my, with my issues. Did you ram his car or did he ram yours? Uh, me to him. Okay. It was great. Wish you could have been there. Do you have any thoughts or am I just going to keep rambling? No, I got these? a bunch. Okay. Let's talk NBA All-Star Game. Yeah. It's so broken. All professional All-Star Game. Well, baseball is actually good. It's the only one that's good and matters. 
the rest are all trash and that should literally not happen. I know nothing about the NHL All-Star game. I don't even know if it exists and I don't care. It's like the NBA. So it's like four. The NFL was smart to just go to like a flag football game. Mm-hmm. That's more entertaining. And even anyway. that is stupid. I don't want to watch it, but at least it's better than the Pro Bowl. Um, do you remember when Sean Taylor lit up that punter in the Pro Bowl? Oh, yeah. That's back when it would, guys yeah. would get after it. Dude, in the early 2000s, Kobe and Iverson and all those guys and Duncan, they were like playing the All-Star game like it was a real game that mattered. Yep. And it was exciting. And the score was like 120 to like 118, like a normal game. I remember seeing like Adam Silver had like some NBA legends go into the locker rooms and talk about like it needs to be competitive. Players didn't give a crap. No, they don't care. The old legends don't like the new guy. They all hate each other and think they're better than the other. The NBA is like a singular sport where they openly pit like older players against younger players. 99% of ESPN programming now is just retired NBA players arguing about how they're better than current NBA players. Mm -hmm. And then they stick a microphone in the current guy's face during a press conference and are like, are you better than Jordan? It's like, uh, I mean, don't they get bored with this stuff? I don't know. So, like, no, they're not going to listen to the old guys because all the old guys do is dump on them. Yeah. NBA playoffs is pretty decent. I don't watch, but then when they actually really get after it, it's pretty good. Yeah. But I still won't watch. If the Lakers are in the finals, I'll turn it on. But that's how much the NBA has just turned me off. Somebody, somebody else on Twitter said, if you want to see a competitive NBA All-Star game, the stakes have to be very high. Losing team gets all their Instagram oh, and Twitter. I saw that. All their Instagram and Twitter <laughs> DMs, DMs yes. get revealed. Yeah, I saw that. Can you imagine? The losing team. Yeah. <laughs> get That's them exposed. Good. Man, I, I mean, why can't they just make it like baseball does for home field? Baseball doesn't do home field. I anymore. feel like. Oh, they don't? No. They stopped that a while ago. Oh, dang. Which I thought was dumb. I was fine with it. Yeah. There's got to be something, but I don't I don't watch it. I don't watch the dunk contest. I think it's worthless. I think the three points boring. I don't watch any of it anymore. Baseball is still competitive because as a pitcher, you're not going to humiliate yourself by lobbing it in there. Exactly. And getting lit up. As a hitter, you're not going to go up there and swing. Well, Anthony Rendon might, but you're not going to go up. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go up there and just like wave at the pitch three times and walk back to the dugout. Baseball is still competitive. Stupid. And then did you see the three-point contest with Sabrina Ionescu. Yep. And then Kenny Anderson or Kenny Smith. He just starts dumping on her about using a women's ball and you're still not better than this. And I'm like, yeah, why is everything about NBA media just tearing people down? He got he got wrecked on social. He media. deserves to be. Yeah, he was. He's an idiot. Like, seriously, that's what I love about baseball is like David Ortiz still sits there during the World Series on the on the booth and just talks about how awesome a current player is like. Yes. What a wild concept. Yeah, him and Frank the, Thomas and those guys. The league that is paying you and you're promoting it and making people excited about it. What a crazy concept. Yeah, like they, they built them up big time. They should. It's A-Rod, it was A-Rod, Frank Thomas and David Ortiz. Yeah, those are the, those are the ones that yeah, do it a lot. That's all they do. That they just talk about the players and how good they are. I don't I just I don't understand any of the NBA media mindset. I don't Sometimes get it with all. Kenny Smith, I think that he takes his aggression out on other people because he's a little jealous of the star that is Charles Barkley and Shaq. They definitely take – and everyone loves Ernie. So he's kind of like the – Didn't Smith win he's some – He's still like big, but he's not 
compared to those other three. Didn't he play for the Rockets mm-hmm. during? Was well, he on the? Them, yeah. Was he on the that team yep. that won a couple? Yep. Yeah. Um, it, he played it's, with Jordan in it North gets, Carolina. Jay Williams was on College Game Day Saturday morning saying he can't call Caitlin Clark great yet because she doesn't have a title. One of the dumbest comments <laughs> I've got, ever heard in my life. He got destroyed. Do you think he cares or do you think he's like, I achieved my goal. Everyone on social media was talking about me. Who I knows? did my job. Then a day later, he posts a bunch of pictures of him hanging out with uh, Angel Reese. And everyone's like, oh, I get it. But he, he took a massive L on Saturday on Twitter. And it was glorious to watch. Here's the problem, though. I don't know that it was an L. Yeah, for him, it might not be. Maybe his bosses were like, great job, Jason. Here's a bonus. Yeah. Thank you for being all anybody talked about for 24 hours. Thankfully, the other we guys to, on set like told him he's an idiot. Basically. We have to stop rewarding being an idiot. Like <laughs> We have to stop rewarding <laughs> saying stupid things for, for attention. Yeah. Like, we should stop. Yeah. Uh, my favorite, second favorite tournament ever behind March Madness is back. Tournament of Champions. What is that? The greatest cooking show of all time. 32 chefs. This is season four. Guy Fieri. Fieri, however you say it, uh, runs it. He has a West Coast bracket and an East Coast bracket. There's West Region A, West Region B, East A, East B. And it's you just battle it out. How do you win? There's a wheel. So he everyone is seated one through eight in each region. And then there's a big wheel that determines the protein you have to cook with. The produce what like the style has to be a, but it's a selective that like judges pick who wins and then there's three judges who come in and do a blind they don't get to see who it is mm. so there's no bias and they do a blind uh judging of it and they taste it and rank it based on certain criteria but it's just i freaking love it so much me and brett hahn are just texting nonstop. we each fill out a bracket we have a bet on it to see whose bracket will be better it's the best i just love brackets Tournaments. I love brackets too. You know what's coming up at Alto Really? I need a new one. Oh, I need to do a new one. Do you know what you're year. doing? No, I'm still kicking around some ideas. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And then we break it down on the pod. Yeah. Woo! I, I'm, I'm needed, was, I need to narrow down an idea. You know what that means? We're coming up on the one year anniversary of Hosewater. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Hosewater came out when we were breaking down your bracket. Maybe I need to do a, a beverages. <laughs> I mean, I, that, I could do a beverage region. Man. Yeah. Maybe it's all beverages. Have you seen that Saturday Night Live skit where it's a competitive cooking show? It's been in the last couple of years and they have to make soul food. Uh-uh. And uh, there's three, three black judges. Two of the chefs are black and one of the chefs is very white <laughs> and he's just very like nervous, confused, feels bad about what he's being there. <laughs> and two of the plates are like really good and one's really <clears throat> bad. Clearly someone doesn't know what they're doing, making collard greens and yeah. I can't remember some of the other stuff that's on the plate. But the funniest part is the three the three judges are just like ripping him apart and it turns out like his was the best plate. <laughs> it's such a funny like they you don't see the twist coming. Oh, and he's it. just like, yeah, I, I don't know. I was just kind of winging it. And then <laughs> it, it's a great like um, red herring. You know what I mean? It's a funny yep. skit. That made me think of that when you brought up the cooking show. I haven't watched the cooking show in a while. I used to like Chopped. Bro, TOC is fire. What about, did you ever watch Iron Chef? Oh, yeah. Yep. Stephanie Izard. She's in this tournament. She's in, there's multiple Iron Chefs in this tournament. Sometimes I get it's annoyed so hearing the way judges talk about food. It's like. All right, like settle down. 
at the end of the day, this is food we're talking about. Yeah. Um, what are some of your all-time favorite brackets? Well, during COVID, when March Madness got canceled, me and my high school buddies filled out a fast food bracket. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Three of the five of us had Panda Express winning it all. That's, that's how much we love Panda That's Express. unnecessary. That's how much we love it. Panda Express is lit. What did I have recently? I had really... Oh, Hy-Vee Chinese. Hy-Vee Chai is better. Oh, yeah. High Chai. Hi, I actually like High Chai Panda? better. Yes. Mm. Hy-Vee Disagree. Sesame Chicken is like... It's unreal. I just had it recently. It is good. Um, college, did, I missed Does the, the storm like Hy-Vee ever have Chinese? You can order it. Are you I, serious? Yeah, you can. I'm serious. Dude, next year when I'm working at Vista... You can order Hy-Vee Chinese. I've you, got it before. I'm doing it. I've had it before. General Sao, Egg Roll, Crab Rangoon, nah, Sesame. Se- I just like Sesame. Like, orange chicken is the best. Do you have to... No, I like Sesame the best, but orange is probably number two. Do you have to call ahead? You or just go like, in and order it. Oh, they'll just... They just have it? Yeah, it's like a menu item. Man. Serious. Any day of the week. Serious, yeah. I used to get it when I lived in Storm Lake. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. The room is spinning. I got to steady myself. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah. The fast food bracket. Um, I remember once Colin Cowherd, when he was working at ESPN, he did a um, a rock bands bracket that I filled out and oh. was in a contest with. It was awesome. Uh, the sleeper that made it all the way to, I think, to the title game, actually, that he I think he had as a four seed was Kiss. That Kiss is so overrated. P- apparently, people went crazy for Kiss. I don't get it. And I think Leonard, or not Leonard, um, uh, who sings Stairway to Heaven? Led Zeppelin. They won, I think. I would love to do a bracket of like music at Alta Aurelia, but the kids would just be like, I don't know, man. I've never heard Led Zeppelin. I don't listen to it. Yeah, them. that's the problem with high school It'd kids. Be, they'd be like, can you just put a bunch of mumblecore rappers up here, please? I'd be <laughs> like, no, thanks. Oh, uh, hey, guess what? Chicken butt? American Idol's also back. Season 22, baby. You like American Idol? Oh, yeah. Still watch every episode. You ever going to ask me about my favorite brackets, or are you just going to oh, be selfish? I'm sorry. What's your favorite brackets the crash, besides March Madness? The Crash Holly Memorial Invitational. The <laughs> WWF. I that like, you I and st- your friends would do? I'm still going to call it WWF. You yeah, the pro wrestling bracket. Yeah. I don't know if anybody loves brackets as much as I do. They're a good time. I love it. Like I don't know. I might give you a run for your money. This is why we're good pod people. We just love to rank things. Yeah, just playing like ping pong in college, we'd make a double elimination bracket. We couldn't just we couldn't just play. We had to go double double elimination. We would in study hall in high school. We'd have paper football brackets. We'd grab a deck of cards. We had blackjack. We'd play heads up blackjack. Do brackets. Heads up blackjack is great. Yeah, we would just do all kinds of. um, We'd play Texas Hold'em sometimes in study hall, and I, I would always do this stupid sandbagging thing where I'd be like. I'd have like freaking, you know, pocket, big, slick, you know, ace yeah. king. And I'd be like, I, I got homework I got to do. Screw it. I'll just go all in, I, you know, whatever. And someone's like, oh, you're going to leave anyway. I'll just call you. Meanwhile, I'm holding like ace king freaking flop like two pair. And they're like, I hate you. <laughs> I had no intention of bowing out. I had yeah. no homework to do, but I would just be like, oh, I got to do that science project or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And then I just double Good up. Times. I double up through them and keep going. Yeah. When I supervised study hall the last couple of years, I kept board games. I'm like, if you guys don't have any homework, rather than sit there and stare at YouTube, why don't we just play a game together? Yeah. 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 Kids aren't creative like that, like we were with paper footballs and stuff like that. I really want to play like a competitive game of paper football. Dude, it was so much fun. On a nice rectangle table. I was really bad at making them, though. Derek Leach was the best. He made a tight paper football. I had one that was so good, I kept it for years in my wallet. 
Like it was, was so the key? good. You had to like, did you have to tape it? Yes, it did help if you taped it. Yeah, because then it was, was more firm and it would get more distance on the kick. Yeah, but it's like you got to have a right size too. It can't be too yep. little, too big. Yep. But we, uh, I'd pull it out of my wallet like every day, and we had some pretty elaborate rules. We'd play full games. Gosh, we would get going like ten feet apart too. Really launch some of them. Those black like slate top science tables. Oh yeah, you could launch it. Perfect. Yep. Perfect dimensions for a football field. Yeah, and they're what eight, nine feet wide. Nah, not even. Not even. No, not even. Gosh, it was no. a good time. You didn't. Have, you didn't have like first downs or anything, did you? No. No, we had to. You had to get that. You had to get a touchdown and four downs. Yep. Yeah. Man, I want to play paper football. Good old paper football. I'm gonna we go into. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make one and then like go into Bankston's room, who, the science teacher, and be like, Bankston, I'm playing paper football. Let's make a you. YouTube video, paper football tournament. Oh man, can you imagine if we edited it with like intense music. We can do it. It wouldn't be hard. Put some eye black on. Yeah. We should do it. Wear jerseys. Get a hand warmer. I have my high school football <laughs> jersey that just be skin tight on me. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah. It's back here. It's behind it's you, on the you wall. dumb dumb. Um, boy, this is a long intro, but I have more thoughts. It's so good. Why dude. is Luke Bryan famous? I don't like his country music or his choice of clothing. He wears shirts that are too short and too tight. What was his but, big song? Uh, I mean, he has tons. Doesn't he have some song where it's like drink a beer, something, something, little catfish, man, ain't man, but damn, but drink a beer, one margarita. That's my kind of night. Is that him? Yeah, he's got that I song's mean, terrible. He's got like twenty number ones. It's not as bad as God's country. That song, <laughs> Blake Shelton. That song's horrible. I saw the light. Um, I have two new types of videos that I think you should check out and our listeners should check out. VHS and DVD. <clears throat> I came across. Horse hoof cleaning TikTok. Been watching it for years. Buddy. Are you serious? You're way behind. You watch it? Yep. How fascinating is this? Awesome. I love it so much how they clean it out and take the shoe off and re-put it in. It's phenomenal. I also like the ones with the cow hoofs where there's like pus coming out yeah. of it. Yeah. And they got to scoop down, find it. Then they glue on some plastic block. Dude, it's fascinating. Yep. I love that. Fires me up that you watch it. How about watching the ones where they drain like a massive abscess from a cow oh, or a yeah. horse? Get it out. Weirdly satisfying. Get it out of there. Lately, too, I, better. lately I've been stumbling across the cows laying on the grounds. They're so bloated full of gas. They like jam that thing and you can literally hear the air coming out of them. And you're like, I I've bet that feels that amazing. I bet it feels amazing to a cow. Had to do it before. Uh, I've had ones die that way. Uh, Promise me I'll never have to do that to you. Well, just kill me. <laughs> or if you see me, just act like you didn't and keep going. Okay. But I had a calf that kept bloating up and wasn't processing its food. Just like last summer. And so I'd get in the head gate and the vet would come out and we'd, uh, he had this tube thing that he'd stick down his throat, like a metal pipe, and then he'd feed a hose through it. He'd get in there and you'd hear it. And he, this, I was literally standing by the calf so it wouldn't move and it would just go, his body would go back to normal, like a balloon deflated. It's crazy. It's crazy when they jam the thing in the side. Yeah. We, I've seen that too then before where the, the vet had to stab it and it, how's it not just bleed out? They just know where to stab it. I've had some die that way. It's a bad day. And sometimes if you oh, they when you're trying to degas them, they've just died. No, like I've had some that if you don't get to them in time, because it's when they can't process their food. If it's like too wet, if it's not quite dry enough feed or something, it'll get stuck in their gut. They can't poop it out. That's when it happens, and all the gas starts building up. And do they, and they die just, from like congestive heart failure because the gas is like basically they can't take a breath because it's pushing against their lungs mm-hmm. or something? And they just tip over and they lay there. They're all bloated. Um, if you see them, though, sometimes when I turn them out on pasture, I'll go out and check them a couple times a day, and you can see one that's, like, getting a little high. 
So we call it, it's getting a little high on its side, like it's starting to build up. I'll start chasing it around with the four with the four wheeler and stuff until it like starts farting and pooping. I was gonna say you're trying to get it to fart, mm-hmm. and then it'll happen and it'll go back down and be normal. Hmm. But it's a little nerve wracking those first few days out on pasture. You live an interesting life. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. It's like ah, it's pretty slammed today. What'd you do? I chased a cow around trying to get it to fart. <laughs> Why don't you just start mixing in refried beans? That's a good call. Yeah, put huh. some beans in it. Yeah, it's uh, silage. That's the yep. right word. Yeah, silage. Um, I got to know how technology works. How much time do you have? My mind is bl- <laughs> my mind is blown. It's the new YouTube. How YouTube TV has now implemented a back button. People have been asking for it. So you know how you can do like previous channel on a remote. Well, now if you hold the middle OK button on the U- on your remote, your Roku remote, it'll be the back button for the previous channel. But I don't understand how they can all of a sudden just program all the TVs and everyone who has YouTube TV and somehow that you can just do that with your Roku remote now. I don't get it mm. how they can just make this happen. Hmm. <laughs> and I hate when I don't know how things work. I'll never know. I'm less confused by that than I am how vinyl records work. That's th- that too. You ever seen like a microscopic close up view of a vinyl, a needle on a vinyl record? Yeah. I it's don't just, get it. It's just a needle on ridges and somehow like Hotel California comes out. It's like, <laughs> how? It's it's a needle moving on wax. I how does Hotel California come out of that? Truly. Makes no sense. Truly mesmerizing. Yeah. I don't understand how things work. I'm glad that there's people that do because they've made our lives more enjoyable. Just changing a, a line of computer code makes way more sense to me than yeah. freaking vinyl records. It's crazy, buddy. I had a thought the other day. Actually, it was, I think it was yesterday. I wish I could. I don't, maybe I was like half in a dream state, half asleep. I want so badly to just go back to like a Friday night when I'm in middle school and I got a can of Mountain Dew and a bag of Doritos. I'm just freaking playing Twisted Metal in my room. I just have no cares or worries whatsoever. I think, I think people listening to this podcast know by now that that's a thought we have. I know. I just was like... I'll, I I just miss those days so intensely. and Well, it's never coming back. I just don't care about video games, really. College football's coming out, and all my friends are super pumped about that. I haven't played a video but game in a while, but like I I'll go don't. on like a, a week-long stretch where I'm like into it. Yeah. I do have the itch. I'm not going to lie. If I wasn't like putting hours at the farm and I want to spend time doing this, I do, I do have the itch sometimes to be on my couch out there. And be like, how sick would it be to just sit and spend an entire Saturday playing Tiger Woods golf? On my big 65-inch TV and my comfy couch. Tiger Woods 03. I love that game. I loved it so much. It was the best. Best game. I wish they'd bring that back. When's the last? Is it still called Tiger Woods? I don't. They stopped making it. Really? I think they stopped making it. I had the last one, I think, 2015. Golf games are really fun. I love them. So much fun. They're fun by yourself. They're fun with yeah. a friend. I think it turned into where they call it the Masters now. Do you have a golf game here? No, I sold everything to Brett. Huh. Yep. I forgot to tell you about the other video. Bed making competitions. Oh, I saw this. <laughs> so I repost- Like Asian dude, right? I reposted it on Twitter and I was like, I could watch this for two hours. I searched it out on TikTok. Do you have the tism? Maybe. <laughs> you might. I searched it out on maybe, TikTok. Maybe just a touch of it. <laughs> uh, it's a it, solid touch. It nicked you. <laughs> like a three-fingered <laughs> touch. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I was so fascinated watching the guy perfectly lay a sheet down. And then how he all of a sudden grabbed the sheet and it like turned into some design when he was done. And the way he was 
putting the pillow in then ah it was fascinating do you know what i think when i watched that though because i watched the same video was Mm -hmm. like how many how many hours of your life did you have to waste to be good at this (laughs) so many what a and just making a bet what a dumb thing to be good at i hope i hope he makes money doing i'm entertained for the 30 seconds i watched the video because that's the only amount of time I ever have to invest in I hope bed that making. guy made money doing that. He had to invest so much of his life being yeah. good at it. How do you all of a sudden decide, like, I'm going to become elite and making a bed? I don't know, but imagine trying to find a significant other who understands and cares. <laughs> Babe, it's my passion. <laughs> oh, that's a good. All right. Should we talk about uh, this Twitter link I sent you? Sure. So I see a post the other day on Twitter. And it says, build a sit-down chain restaurant meal. And I was like, oh, this would be fun for the pod. And it was one bread, one appetizer, one entree, one side, one dessert. And I love my list. People might think my list is crazy. Knowing how food lists go with you and me, we probably won't get along. Um, We might get along more than you think. But I'm really excited about mine. I have a feeling I've had a couple things at chains that you maybe have not been to. But we'll see. Okay. Um, my bread, I'm going with the Texas Roadhouse Rolls. That's what I was going to go with. It was between that. With the cinnamon butter, right? Oh, yeah. It's between that, Cheddar Bay Biscuits, no, and wait, wait. Go ahead. the Olive Garden Breadsticks. See, I was thinking Whew. about maybe going Fazoli's Breadsticks. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about I'll that. I'll go Fazoli's. You can have Texas Roadhouse. I'd say Fazoli's is borderline like fast food, but it doesn't feel quite like fast food. How about... Uh, Texas Roadhouse winning the Alta Aurelia food bracket last year. The Texas Roadhouse bun won it. Yeah, that was an atrocity. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't think it deserved to win as good as they are. But, yeah, we had a lot of disagreements on that. It was I'll, fun. I'll go. I will go Fazoli's breadsticks. You're not doing Texas Roadhouse? I said you can have it. Oh, well, we can both have the same thing. I'm going to try to zig where you zag. All right. Well, do you want to do appetizer then? Because I know you didn't pick mine. You can go first on that. I'm going to go with... If you say mine, I'll be shocked. I'm going to go with Applebee's spinach artichoke dip. Oh, my gosh. Mine's from Applebee's, too. Is it? Uh, I'm going with Applebee's, the chicken wonton tacos. Oh, really? That you get of... Oh, oh, my gosh. The sauce that's on them and the crunch of the shell with the chicken and the veggies inside. Oh, my gosh. That's been my favorite appetizer for, like, 20 years. I, I am thinking of Applebee's with the spinach artichoke it's, oh, dip. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And it comes with, does it come with pita bread? I think so. And yeah. it comes in like a piping hot ram- oh, yes. ramekin. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Other appetizers I thought of. Um, well, Buffalo Wild Wings has a similar chicken wonton taco thing that I love. But was like, if you can get like wing, like Applebee's wings for an appetizer. I had incredible mozzarella sticks. And I don't remember where they were. Uh, shoot. TGI Fridays also. I haven't had a mozzarella stick in a long time. Oh, so good. Is it TGI Fridays that has the Southwest egg roll appetizer? Those are delicious. Could be. So good. Or chilies. Yeah. All right. (laughs) My entree is the, I had it, I've had it three times at Cheesecake Factory. Love it. The margarita pizza. Mm. From Cheesecake Factory. Not from Doco? Dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, this pizza, I'm sure there's better margarita pizzas out there, but something about it, I freaking love it. I was going to go Texas Roadhouse ribeye with the sautéed onions and mushrooms on top of it, but I can have a steak here. I can't have that margarita pizza here, and I love it so much. Hmm. My entree 
It's Perkins. Perkins is great. Yes. Club? No. I don't know if it's on the menu anymore, but I used to get it every time. It's Texas toast with chicken tenders. They still have it. Melted cheese. Oh, yeah. Tomato slice. They still have it. Dip it in ranch. It's amazing. The chicken tender melt. I think Is that what it's called? called? Freaking amazing. It's it's elite. I actually literally ate it at Impact in early January when we were there with the youth group. At Perkins? Yeah. Yeah, we so used to go good. to Perkins at like one in the morning in college, yep. and I would get it every time. Perkins is really good. Yeah. I love their club There's sandwich, too. about the melted cheese with the slice of tomato. Dude, anything that has tomato on it, I love. Yeah. That's a good pick. That's a good pick right there. I know what I'm doing. All right. Give me your, uh, what would this be, the side? Yeah. Is it sad that I automatically think of Applebee's because I just don't go to very many sit-down restaurants? I love Applebee's. I could easily do a whole thing here at Applebee's. Yeah. I and love Applebee's. I'm not going to say a restaurant for this one because almost every restaurant has it, and I love, I love it everywhere. It's garlic mashed potatoes. <laughs> solid. Very solid. Uh, the best I've had are probably at Texas Roadhouse, but I'm going Bob Evans. Have you ever been to a Bob Evans? No. Have you heard of it? Yes. Okay. So uh, we went to Bob Evans a lot in Missouri. They have blue ribbon bacon you can get as a side, and it has a pepper maple glaze on it, and it is so freaking Uh? delicious. Oh my gosh. It's like five strips of strips of thick cut pepper maple glaze bacon you get it as a side oh you just give me garlic mashed oh potatoes. my gosh i'm in heaven so good uh also i low-key love the fries at red robin and they're all you can eat never been there yeah it's all you can eat fries with your burgs is red robin a sit down oh yeah okay yep all right my dessert the peach cobbler from cracker barrel not the fried chicken gizzards <laughs> I had this cobbler uh, when we left Florida, moving the pipes there. That was my first ever Cracker Barrel experience. Golly gee, was it good. My dessert would just be plain cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory. Solid. All I want is graham cracker crust and cheesecake. I don't want anything else. Mm -hmm. Don't put chocolate on it. Don't you dare put strawberries on it. Don't mess around with it. Leave it original. Straight up. Yeah, I... uh, I don't like that, like, these chain restaurants we're talking about, people, like, think it's, like, trashy or cheap. Like, they make good food. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe not quite as quality as, like, a local one that's trying to be fancy or something, but they make great food, and I honestly love Cheesecake Factory and Applebee's so much. Yes. They're so good. I actually, And this might give me some heat from the listeners. I like Applebee's steaks. Yeah. I have no problem getting a st- Nope. I like to get a steak with garlic mashed potatoes, steamed broccoli, and a draft line and kugel honey weiss. Sounds like that, an amazing meal. That makes me happy. That's I an love amazing that. meal. Yes. Man, we should make we should do that this summer. Let's I just, just do steaks and steamed broccoli and tates. I just want I can't f- even find honey weiss anymore. Really? No, it's like not out there. Well, my cousin in Wisconsin could hook us up. Think so? Oh yeah. You think Jared could? Well, for sure. Jared, if you're he's listening. There. He's there by old lineys. If you're listening, Jared, do you guys have Honeywise? Because all we get around here is um, Summer Shandy for canoe half the paddler. year and Canoe Paddler for the other half. I don't like Canoe Paddler. No, me neither. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll find it and we'll do Dra- that. I, and I think the draft beer is way better than a can or a bottle. 100%. There's something about it in that tall glass 
and it's cold. It's just better. Mm. I had one Sunday at Regatta Grill in Storm Lake and almost brought a tear to my eye how cold and delicious it was. What kind of beer did you have? A uh, um, Easy Eddie. What's that? It's it's a hazy IPA from Big Grove. You and your IPAs. Hazy IPAs. What makes it hazy? Greatest beer on earth. Uh, It's made with like a citra floral blend and it's kind of like foggy and with the stuff that's mixed in with you it you can't taste the difference brother you cannot if you have that versus like a miller light oh you'll know the difference it's all bush light just coming out of different nozzles i'm just gonna pretend you didn't say that what was i gonna say i can't remember um i haven't had a beer in a really long time honestly i i enjoy it most on a very hot day and the beer has to be very cold do you oh i know do you like yinglings mm-hmm yeah, I really like Yinglings. Mm-hmm. I bet that's way better out of a draft, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, another entree that I really love that I didn't want to put, though, is the burger from Red Robin. I love their burgers. I really like Red Robin. Are they thick? Yeah, they're thick, and they just they have good bun. It just always feels like it's More just- and more, I prefer a smash burger. Oh, those are so good. Remember Tom's little mini Big Macs? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Tommy. If Tom ever stops traveling, we can like have a food day over there. Tom. It's starting to warm up. Food season's coming. Tom, we need you to make the Burger King sliders. Oh, or, excuse Mac. me, the Big Mac sliders. So good. Because then I'll eat them and be like, yeah, blee. <laughs> uh, have you ever been to a Longhorn Steakhouse? I don't think so. I've never been. And I was doing some. The last steakhouse I went to was Cattleman's. Solid. I was looking up chain restaurant she's trying to make sure i didn't forget anything when i was doing this list and longhorn steakhouse kept coming up and everyone was like saying one of their favorite entrees was this certain kind of ribeye from there i really want to go try a longhorn steakhouse sometime where's that i honestly don't even know the closest one my guess would be des moines actually waterloo had one when i went there but we never ate at it when you go to a sit-down restaurant What's your go-to on the menu? Like my dad, I feel like always looked at the seafood portion. He, my dad loves seafood. Uh, usually a steak, although I do try to be intentional about eating more chicken in restaurants because I eat so much red meat at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it, so if it's not if I'm not just like I gotta have a steak, I'm usually looking at the chicken section. Do you ever gravitate towards pasta? Almost never. Really? Yeah. You don't like pasta? Oh, I love it. I just almost never get it because I don't. I don't really know. I just very rarely get pasta. I've never had chicken parm. What? I've never had a chicken parm in my life. You call yourself a food connoisseur? You've never had chicken parm? <laughs> People get really, like, can't believe it. I just always gravitate yeah, towards something Yeah, I'm angry else. right now. I see it, and I'm like, gosh, I should finally get one. But then there's always something else I want more. Because then you could get your chicken and pasta at the same time. I know. I really got to do a chicken parm. I would like to be there when you lose your chicken parm genity. Yeah, you, me, and Brett, because Brett's been saying for years I got to be there because it's his like favorite thing on earth. Thanks for talking over my joke, by the way. What? I'll tell you later. My chicken parm genity? I'll tell you when you're older. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, you can tell me on my birthday on Friday. Your birthday's on Friday? 37. Gray hair and old. Welcome to the club. Gray hair and old. 37. You know what I'm going to do to celebrate? Wake up, not make a big deal about it, and just go to work. Because that's America. You were so not going to make a big deal out of it that you just casually <laughs> dropped in front of me that it's your birthday in a couple days because you definitely wanted me to know. I, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I'm just going to talk about it to the hundreds of people that listen to my podcast. 
Oh boy, brother! I hate to break Walked it to you. That one. Anything you mention on this podcast, you're making a big you deal of. <laughs> I walked into that one. All right, let's do a '90s quick hitter here. Then your little yawny butt can go to bed, dude. I've been I've been burning the candle. Uh, all right, for the '90s quick hitter. The other day, I thought of the saying, "All that and a bag of chips." <laughs> Got some fries to and go with so, that shake. And so I started thinking, like, what's some '90s phrases that, like, some phrases that started in the '90s? Surprisingly, a lot of them I still say, which shows that I'm a '90s kid at heart. Talk to the hand. That's on there because the face ain't listening. Yep. Eat my shorts. Yes. Uh, raise the roof. Yeah, when's the last time somebody raised the roof? It's been a while. I like to send the gif of Dwight and Michael uh-huh. raising the roof um, as if, which I believe was clueless. What, yeah, clueless. As if. Totally bugging. Okay. Remember that one? How about how about also from Clueless when a girl is really pretty, she's a total Betty? A <laughs> total Betty, yes. And then if they're a dork, they're a Baldwin. Yeah. He's such a Baldwin. I like that you still say total Betty. Yeah. Yeah, makes me happy. Home skillet. I call youth group kids home skillets, and they think I'm weird. Never liked it. Never will. I don't care for it. <laughs> uh, yada yada yada. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yada yada yada. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we understand what yada yada yada. Oh is. my bad. Uh, <laughs> dibs. Calling dibs. Yep. yep. Shotgun. That's uh, that was around way before '90s. Yeah, that was before. Uh, so sue me. Became popular when you knew you were in the wrong, where there's nothing the other person could do about it. Sue me. You won't. That's what that became popular when we became a much more litigious society. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, I'm Audi, as in I'm leaving. Chica, Chica was big. I'm Audi, Audi, and Bowdy, yeah. Bowdy. The girls in my class used Chica. Like, what's up, Chica? A lot for oh, many yeah. years. That's a good point. My, yeah. my the girls in my class did. They didn't abuse that one, but I did hear it from them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it's like a girl's way of talking to her friends. Like, what's up, Chicas? Yep. What's up, Chicas? Uh, what's the dealio? That became big. What's, what's the deal with the dealio? Dealio. Remember what's that up? song? Nope. What's the do do? Well, I'm gonna have to look that up for you when we're done. Uh, get a life. Hardcore, just burn. Get a life. That's sad when you said it to someone. Uh, open up a can on you. Oh yeah. Went postal. <laughs> Chillax. Chillax is a '90s thing. Yeah. And my all-time favorite that I forgot about until I did this research, fart knocker. Oh, yeah. Fart knocker. <laughs> what do you call? I called people fart knockers all the time. Yeah. What about calling someone a dill hole? <laughs> yeah. Was that fart knocker became famous on Beavis and Butthead? Was dill hole the same? I don't know. I just remember people being called a... I remember calling people a dill hole. I called people fart knocker and I'd get in trouble with the teacher. Yeah. It seems innocent. What about... Uh, how about this one from the 90s? That would be hilarious. Excuse me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Did you ever... What What, were the, what was the slang you used for taking a leak? Uh, to take a piss? That's not slang. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean? Like, like, I remember people at my school being like, I got to go take a squeege. <laughs> what? You never heard that? No. This is, this uh-uh. is the fun part about the 90s. It was like... That could have just been a very localized thing because there was no social media. Yeah. Somebody at my school said, I'm going to take a squeege. We would say take a leak. We thought it was funny, and it just became a thing that we said at my school. But yeah, we would say take a leak. Um, Maybe my brother used to say that, my oldest brother. Yeah. But like, that's the kind of stuff that would get a laugh. I got to go take a squeege. Yeah. Empty the lizard? No. <laughs> um, when my middle brother was like a senior or a junior... 
Um, I was just telling some kids at school this the other day. There was this thing for like one year at my school with my brother and his friends. They referred to bad breath as snake. And they, they would say like, hey, do you have any gum? I got some snake. I like that. Or they'd say like, dude, you need to put some gum in. You got some snake right now. I never it was heard like, of that. It was like a one-year thing. I have never heard of that. No. And I've never heard it before or since. That's wild. Yeah. When you said that, you I, got in- some snake. I instantly thought of like seven friends that I haven't had the gall yet to tell them how bad their breath is. Am I being a bad friend by letting them just walk around like that? Because it's bad. Like it's breath that you smell from like five feet away when you're in a small room with them. That's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> no. It's not you. Well, for the listeners, and my we're wife, in a small room, five feet. I apart. know. I felt like you were. I felt like you were dropping hints. I, I didn't even realize that. No, it's so, not you. So true story. I just had this conversation with my wife while we were standing at Hoo Hot this yeah. weekend, and I said, "Hey, I don't, I don't have bad breath, do I?" And she's like, "No." And I'm like, "We've been married for 15 years, and for 15 years, I've always been worried that." What if I'm one of those people that has bad breath? Just no one can tell me. I often worry. Like, I don't think I do. My wife's never said anything, but I've also not been brave enough to ask. Mm -hmm. Because what if she hesitates? And then I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I told her, I said, she said, no, you don't. And I go, you'll please tell me, right? Like, don't spare my feelings. Like, let me do something about it. She goes, honestly, you don't. I was like, okay. I just, I've always been worried that like, what if I'm the guy that has it and I can't mm-hmm. tell? Yeah. I've straight up asked friends to tell me I'll like breathe in their face. I know that I really only do one time get, get it. And it's after a coffee and then I got to do mint or brush my teeth coffee or breath. something. Yeah. Yeah. Some people think like I've had girls tell me they like the smell of coffee breath. I've smelled people after they drink coffee, no, their breath. It's horrible. Right. In my opinion. I'm a obviously brush my teeth. I'm also a mouthwash guy. Same. I use mouthwash, but yep. you know, like you had that kid in middle school that had BO, but like he like couldn't smell his own BO. Yeah. I've always been like terrified of like, what if I'm the guy? And then when you yeah. were just like, yeah, sometimes I'm in a small room five feet away with a good friend and I just don't tell him and I'm going, are you talking about me right now? You had me, you had me worried, man. I'm not going to lie. You had me in the first half. Why there. didn't I go with it? I should have said it was. Oh, it'd be devastating. <laughs> All right. That was fun. 90s slang was awesome. All right, people. I appreciate you listening. You should tell people about this podcast so it continues to grow bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And the 90s was honestly just just a great time of creativity and adventure outside. We're trying to bring happiness to those 90s kids that just want a little taste of the past, back in their life, a little taste of nostalgia. So tell friends, spread the word, uh, listen on all the listening uh, apps for podcasts. And hoping here to maybe get some YouTube videos rolling again shortly in the future with some shorts and stuff. But um, exciting things coming, maybe. So appreciate you listening. Looks like you got something queued up over there. What is that? Eve 6. Uh, is it the end of uh, Can't be- Hardly Wait? The beginning of Can't Hardly Wait? Yep. Isn't it amazing how you hear a song you just know the movie? Thanks for listening to the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Hut hut! <laughs>